Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. Iran has a phony election to elect a murderer as president after other candidates were disqualified by their Ayatollah. We interview Hormoz Shariat, who is the Billy Graham of Iran, and Jaleel Dalwood has a book, The Refugee on Iraq. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. Are you ready to pray the news with us? Here's our first story. The nation of Iran has now held a phony election, largely boycotted by the community, and surprise, a murderer, or so-called butcher, has now been elected president of Iran. All the other candidates, including the moderates, were disqualified by the Ayatollah except for three other placeholders. Anyway, the hardliner won. Jerusalem Post and CNN have confirmed the following report. After the Ayatollah Khomeini disqualified his opponents, Iran elected the butcher as a radical as president with the lowest turnout in recent history amidst a boycott by Iran citizens. The new hardline president is Ibrahim Raisi. He was a former judge, and in fact, he's been under US sanctions personally for human rights abuses, murdering his own people. But he secured a victory as expected last Saturday in Iran's presidential election after a contest marked the vote by voter apathy over economic hardships and political restrictions. The people are starving, they're oppressed, and the Ayatollah has handpicked his puppet president. With all 2.89 million, sorry, 28.9 million ballots counted, Raisi was elected with a tally of 17.9 million votes. Interior Minister uh, Fosley said on state TV, of course, the government runs all of their news reporting, and the turnout in Friday's four-man race was a record low, about 48.8% of eligible voters. And in fact, even in that, there were 3.7 million invalid ballots that were either left blank or protest votes, but people submitted them anyway without picking any candidate because they couldn't vote for the Ayatollah's puppets. Israel had a response. Foreign Minister Yair Lapid, who recently assumed power alongside Naftali Bennett in Israel, called Iran's new president Raisi the butcher of Tehran and an extremist responsible for the deaths of thousands of Iranians. On Twitter, Yair Lapid, Israeli's foreign minister said the following, quote, his election should prompt renewed determination to immediately halt Iran's nuclear program and put an end to its destructive regional ambitions. Raisi has been rightly denounced by the international community for his direct role in the extrajudicial executions of over 30,000 people, end quote. 
In other words, Iran executes their own citizens without a trial, without a judicial system, excuse me, 30,000 people have been murdered there by friends of and including the butcher of Iran, their new president. The ministry stated the following, quote, an extremist figure, this is from Israel's ministry, uh, committed to Iran's rapidly advancing military nuclear program. Raisi's election makes clear Iran's true malign intentions and should prompt grave concern among the international community, end quote. More than half of eligible voters in Iran, that is 59 million voters eligible, more than half of those boycotted the election. Why did they do that? Because the so-called guardian council, in other words, the powerful clerics, the Iranian uh, Muslim imams who vet potential candidates, they disqualified near of all, nearly all of Raisi's competitors. They denied them ballot access. That's one way to fake an election. And Raisi's victory was seen as a foregone conclusion. And the 48.8% voter turnout was the lowest in recent history since the establishment of the Islamic Republic in 1979. That's the news, our thanks to Life News for that report. Also CNN, also uh, the Jerusalem Post, they all had quotes in there. Uh, I assembled all of that because I care not only about Israel, but I care about the Iranian people. The good people of Iran don't want these terrorists as their leaders. And that's true in the protest vote, by the undervote, by the boycott of the vote. Uh, but it's also true, you can see in the candidate selection is not like in America, we have Republican primaries, Democrat primaries. They pick their candidates, they go to battle against each other, right? No, all of the candidates, there were four on the ballot, they were all hand selected by the Ayatollah. Any of the moderates were disqualified by the Ayatollah and their cleric council hand picks the candidates. That's demonic. The Bible says this in Ezekiel 38. There is a prophecy about Iran in the end, right? This says the Lord God, behold, I am coming against you, Gog, prince of Rosh, Meshech, and Tubal. I will turn you around, put hooks into your jaws, bring you out an army, horses, horsemen, all the splendid clothes, a great army of bucklers and shields, all them handling swords, and guess who else is there? Persia, that's Iran. Ethiopia and Libya are with them and the shield and the helmet and they all go and eventually attack Israel. Persia is gonna be part of that antichrist army in the end times, we can already see signs of it right now. I wanna take a short break. When we come back, we have the Billy Graham of Iran. Hormoz Shariat will pray for you and see how the people of Iran are coming to faith in Jesus Christ. Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. Today we are remembering to pray for and commemorate our 45th president, Donald J. Trump, who was, in our generation, perhaps the most pro-life, pro-family, pro-Israel, and pro-America president of our time. To remember him and honor him, we've issued these brand new golden commemorative coins. They have Donald Trump right in the cover and it says, in God we trust, to remind you to pray for our 45th president. For a suggested donation of $45 to our ministry, we'll remember and send you this 45th president coin and 
Not just that, we're gonna throw in a copy of my book, How to Liberate the World, with the Christian Activist DVD. So you get all three. You have a coin to remember to pray, and then to learn how to be an effective Christian activist, you get the book and the DVD, and then to show the world your Christian faith, we're gonna add this window decal. It says, I pray for religious freedom. So you can remember to pray, learn, and show the world that you stand with us at Pray In Jesus Name. Please donate today when you visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Click on the bookstore button at the top and you see all four items for a suggested donation of $45. Or call us right now at 866-Obey-God. Get yours today. This is PIJN News, defending your religious freedom. Dr. Chaps will be right back. Hello everyone, I'm Mike Lindell, and I wanna tell everyone to get behind Dr. Chaps' ministry here in his program, and you can do that by using, going to mypillow.com, using the promo code PRAYNEWS, and you're gonna save up to 66% on all my products. But more importantly, a lot of that money is gonna go back to support Dr. Chaps and this programming. And it's, uh, I just can't tell you enough, to get people to Jesus is so important. And to have ministries like this is, is the, it's just absolutely amazing. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. That's why I invented MyPillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial right now. Retailers have canceled my pillow, and to thank you for your support, I'm gonna pass the savings directly on to you. For example, you get my six-piece towel sets, regular $109.99, now only $44.98, or my pillow dog beds for as low as $19.99 with your promo code. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit mypillow.com. Empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. My next guest, Dr. Hormoz Shariat, has been described as the Billy Graham of Iran. He is a former Muslim, and now he leads Muslims to faith in Jesus Christ. Welcome, Dr. Shariat, to the program. How are you, sir? Thank you, thank you for inviting me, Dr. Chaps. Yes, I'm excited to uh, hear about your new book, Iran's Great Awakening, how God is using a Muslim convert to spark revival. So uh, is there a great awakening happening in Iran? Definitely yes. Islam is experiencing its greatest defeat in its history in Iran today. Millions of Iranian Muslims are done with Islam. And it's not an overnight emotional decision. It took them 40, over 40 years. It's deliberate. They know what they're talking about. They have experienced Islam for 40 years. They don't want it. Interesting. Uh, and is this a result of the, the political climate or the government or just the teachings of Muhammad are, are not the same as the teachings of Jesus? Well, the teachings of Muhammad under this Islamic Republic, the government, was implemented. So they know what Muhammad says, but they have experienced it. They have implemented it. 
And after 40 years, they have seen that these teachings don't do anything for them, actually has destroyed their lives, has destroyed the nation. And they know that the root cause is Islam. It's not the government. For the first few years, they were saying, oh, Islam is good, Islam is good. It's our government's problem that we have this disaster in our nation. But gradually, they came to conclusion, the problem is not our government. The problem is Islam itself. That's why Iran has the fastest growing evangelical population in the world. Evangelical Christianity is spreading in Islam. And you are one of the leading evangelists. You, you're like the Billy Graham of Iran. You, you tell people about Jesus. What do you say? Anything. <laughs> I'm <laughs> kidding because Iran is so ready about, for the gospel. The simplest message I give on the air, we do have a 24-7 satellite broadcast. We go over the heads of the mullahs 24-7 into people's homes and talk to them in their living rooms and they're coming to Christ. So the fields are so ready the simplest message I give them, we, we get reaction and people call and thousands are coming to Christ. That Thousands that we register, we know of, coming to Christ every month. So they watch your TV broadcast, they call a prayer line or something and they say, I want to learn about Jesus, but do they pray the sinner's prayer and become converts? They do it when they call or they do it on the air and they report it to us later. I see. And one good thing has happened last year. We said, Iman is ready. So let's up our evangelistic programs. Not only we added more evangelistic programs, we said let's teach our viewers, let them go out, and they evangelize. And that's what we did last year. And suddenly, the number of salvations jumped 10 to 20 times. We have been on there for 20 years. The numbers we are getting the last year and this year is phenomenal. 29% of all salvations in the last 20 years came last year, and this year is even better. 20% of all salvations in 20 years happened last year. In 29. 29 in 29%, one year. In one year. <laughs> because you were teaching Muslims how to share Jesus with their own neighbors, and now Iran is talking to themselves about Jesus. Yeah, exactly. The good news, these statistics we are getting, 60% of them are not, did not come to Christ through us. It, they came to Christ through the viewers who shared the gospel with others. They come and report to us. I shared the gospel with my cousin. He came to Christ. So they report to us. So there is an evangelistic movement in Iran. We have equipped an army to go out and we tell them, first love on people. Do acts of kindness and then share the gospel. By the way, Iran is so open. Any, anything, any simple message will bring them to gospel. Yeah, and I'm excited about this. We just helped finance the printing of 5,000 New Testaments in the Farsi language. We are helping distribute those. We won't tell you how, but it's getting into Iran. We're very happy about this. And your book is Iran's Great Awakening. And I, it, the, on the back it says, One Million Muslims to Christ. Uh, do you think there's over a million? Oh, we have passed the million. Uh, the, uh, low count, it's all an estimate, of course. One million to three million, some people say even five, six million. What is the population of Iran? Eighty some million. So, okay. Yeah. So this could be soon maybe five, ten percent of the country. It could be, yeah. And growing fast, uh, doubling every four years, according to a, a study. Is the internet free in Iran and is that helping? It, it's, uh, it's controlled by the government. So. People have to have VPNs, they have to bypass the government to get into any website. So it is there. It's not free, it's expensive, 
by design, the government has made internet slow by design and expensive by design to control the information flow. Wow. Yeah. They really want to control every aspect of your lives, which is why Islam <clears throat> is sort of a totalitarian government. It's not really a religion, it is uh, slavery. It is actually, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that. In Islam, uh, people are proud to call themselves, I am a slave of Allah. It's not the same slavery that Paul talks about. As a child of God, I decide with my own will to serve God. Yeah. It, it's a slavery of somebody um, uh, taking over a country and enslaving its people. That, that's the word. We're almost out of time, but would you say a prayer with our audience, even though we don't understand Farsi, maybe you could pray in your native language. What should I pray for? Um, for pray, pray for ourselves, American Christians? No, pray for the salvation of Iran, okay. and, and we will agree with you. Wonderful. Bale, Khodavan, to qul dadi ke Iran ro najat bedi. Ma ro vaadahay to miistim, Khodavan. To dar Ermiya 4938 gofti, Iran ro najat khahi dad. Khodavan, to ro shukht mikaram, ma Iraniya ro fikrhay ma ro baz kardi, qalb ma ro baz kardi, ta to khodai ishq va mohabbat ro bepazirim. Pas imroz to ro be qalb va zindagimon daavat mikanim. To sahib ma baash. تو خداوند ما باش ما رو نجات بده از غم و بدبختی و زندگی تازه به ما بده در نام عیسی مسیح آمین I understood that last part in the name of Jesus. Amen. He, he said that. Okay, our guest, our guest has been Dr. Hormoz Shariat. His book, Iran's Great Awakening, uh, you can find that on their website. What's your website? IranAliveMinistries.org. The better way is to text the word Iran to this number, 50700. 50700, text Iran. You get a list of some links to good testimonies, to how to get the book to our website, everything, and you can go from there. Text the word Iran to 50700. I'm Dr. Chaps, we'll be right back. Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. If you've watched our program, you know that we stand with Israel as God's chosen people. We need you to sign a petition today. Why? Because did you know that even as Iran is now developing 800 mile range cruise missiles, could be nuclear tip very soon, that our US Congress has now three brand new freshman congresswomen, we call them the three anti-Semitic musketeers, Ocasio-Cortez and two Muslims, Talib and Omar. And they are influencing Nancy Pelosi to have the most anti-Semitic Congress in years. We need to stand with our friends in Israel, and that's why we're asking you to sign a petition. Visit PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Don't divide Jerusalem. Stand with Israel and stand up to the United Nations. We will fax it to the Congress, but you need to sign today. Take a stand. Visit PrayInJesusName.org and sign our petition today. The Bible says this in James 1, that pure religion before God and the Father is to visit orphans and widows in their trouble. You know, we have been sponsoring up to 259 orphans and children in one of the poorest states in India for many years, but now there is a famine of biblical proportions happening because of the unemployment there. We are sponsoring people who otherwise cannot feed themselves. We've given over $10,000 to feed up to 100,000 meals to the poorest of poor in one of the poorest states in the world. We need your support. 
We need your financial contributions. Can you help us? There's somebody out there watching who could give $1,000 or even $10,000 toward a matching gift for what we have already provided. Please donate today. PrayInJesusName.org is our website. Or you can call us at 866-Obey-God. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please help us feed the poor today. Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps. The refugees of Iraq are fleeing continually because of the Muslim persecution of Christians. One of the people ministering to that has also come out of Iraq. His name is Pastor Jalil Dawood. We have his book, The Refugee. And I want to welcome Pastor Jalil Dawood to the program. How are you, sir? Good. Thank you for having me. God bless you. I appreciate it. Thank you. So you've been in America a while. You're a Dallas Seminary graduate, uh, studying for your D-Men at Southwestern. And I'm excited to have you because you're going to tell us the story of Iraq. Yes, sir. Well, uh, Iraq has been through wars since 1980. It's been uh, the Iran-Iraq war and then the Kuwait war that the U.S. involved and then the sanctions and then we have the 2003 uh, America going into Iraq. So uh, it's been wars after wars and the Christians been uh, persecuted there and 2003 uh, up to now about a million Iraqi Christians fled Iraq due to persecution and about 12,000 people get killed, and uh, a lot of them refugees, and that's who I minister to uh, here. And over there, I go to the Middle East and Europe and minister among refugees that fled Iraq. So this is the great irony of the Iraq war, is that under Saddam Hussein, who was an, a horrible dictator, um, Christianity actually had more freedom. There, there were a million more Christians under, under Hussein then now, now that we have so-called so democracy, right, uh, in Iraq, the Muslims have taken over the government and they've been given permission, I will say. But it's, it is the government's fault that they, they cause one million Christians to flee the country. They persecute the Christians now worse than ever. What happened is what the freedom that was given caused also freedom of um, attacking people kind of thing. Uh, gave people the license to uh, go against minorities and the weaks and the Shia and the Sunni clustered their big groups and the minorities get suffered through it. That's why you see the Yazidis and the Christians, uh, you know, suffered the most and other small groups suffer the most. And the Kurds. Uh, and the Kurds, yeah. uh, the Kurds are good because they are in one area. Uh, are Bill Kirkuk, Slimani, and the Hook, and yeah. so they are, they are protecting themselves, but the other groups who have nobody to protect them, so that's why the attack happened, and it's unfortunate and it's a tragic. And the historically Christian cities like, like Nineveh and Mosul, uh, these are now being decimated and Christians have to flee. You were one of those. You came to America, and now you lead a ministry to help those who are, who are being persecuted. Yes, sir. What happened to me is I fled Iraq when I was 18 years old as a refugee. I fled to uh, Rome, Italy to uh, apply to come to America. And uh, when I was in Rome, the, the Lord uh, met me there through American missionary who shared the gospel with me and I accepted the Lord Jesus. And I made it to America and started life working and studying. So what I would like to do is, or what I'm doing is tr trying to do the same with other refugees, is sharing the gospel with them. Because according to Acts 17, that God made us from one blood, 
and he decide where we live, our boundaries, our borders, that we might know him and he's not far from any one of us. And that's where we need to come in and that's our goal and that's our vision is to reach out to the refugees as God take them out, we are to reach out to them and to share the gospel with them to bring them to Christ. That's the only reason why I'm a refugee. Well, Jesus was a refugee perhaps because uh, Mary and Joseph had to flee the persecution of Herod. That's exactly And they right. were trying to kill even baby Jesus. Um, so he understands what you have been through, perhaps. Uh, that's correct. And the Old Testament and the New Testament emphasize that we are to be kind to strangers. And uh, uh, Deuteronomy 10.18 speaks about the Lord's eyes is upon the, uh, the, uh, the aliens as he is on the widows and the orphans. So they are equally important in the eyes of the Lord. And when we take care of them and care for them, it's the same as uh, doing a kindness in the name of the Lord and reaching out to them. That way you can share the gospel with them. And you are asking people to help, and, and you can minister, but if people donate through your website, uh, you will make sure that it helps care for those who are, are fleeing persecution. What is your website? Uh, our website is worldrefugeecare.org, uh, and also we are feeding uh, like uh, refugees in uh, some countries, uh, you know, in the Middle East, and we're trying to feed more people, feed them till they reach somewhere, and they are suffering. There is about 32,000 refugees in Jordan, Turkey, and Lebanon, and uh, they are waiting to get somewhere. So till they get somewhere, we need to help them and bless them. Yeah, tens of thousands of refugees in those countries, uh, and, and we can do that. Your book is The Refugee, A Story of God's Grace and Hope on One Man's Road to Refuge. So you are that man, and thank you, Pastor, for thank leading you. this movement. We want to care for those, uh, and so I encourage people to donate when they visit your website. Again, thank is you. yes, worldrefugeecare.org. Worldrefugeecare.org. Thank you. All right. Our guest has been Pastor Jaleel Dawood. We'll be right back. Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. Do you ever wonder how to discern your own thoughts? from the thoughts that come to you from the Holy Spirit, or angels, or invisible demons. I'm Dr. Chaps, and you've seen us talk about the gift of discerning of spirits. In fact, I wrote my PhD dissertation, How to See the Holy Spirit, Angels and Demons. But now, we have an exciting 17-part video Bible study on a four-disc DVD set that you can get for your small group or your church. If you just visit PrayInJesusName.org and offer a suggested donation of $99, or call us toll free at 866-ObeyGod, get this 17-part video series, and for a limited time only, we'll throw in the book for free. Visit PrayInJesusName.org, get this important Bible study series for you and your church, or call us at 866-ObeyGod right now. Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps. Thank you for watching. Please donate to help us bring you these programs. Where else do you see a TV news anchor stop and pray with his audience? The Bible says this in Psalm 112, a good man deals graciously and lends, he will guide his affairs with discretion. Please donate through our website, PrayInJesusName.org, or call us right now at 866-ObeyGod. We'll see you next time.
Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best financial donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray In Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll free right now, 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.